If you're paying too much in taxes and you want to recession-proof your investment portfolio while also avoiding those common pitfalls that many investors and syndicators fall into, you should attend Think Multifamily's annual Fire Summit Conference, November 11th and 12th. You can save $100 by using promo code Whitney100 when you go to thinkmultifamily.com forward slash fire. Again, that's promo code Whitney100 to save $100. We've all heard about the ship analogy, right? He's set off and he, you know, he's set off going down, you know, out in the ocean. Well, obviously you can't see very far. Well, you can see a long ways, but you can't see land, right? For a long time, if you're just going across the Atlantic or the Pacific or whatever, however, you have to be on track, right? You get off one degree, you know, or, you know and it's going to take days to get across the ocean. You think you're going to hit your target? You're not, okay? However, it's, and it's only one degree. It's a slight deviation from the target, right? But the faster you turn back on target, you have saved so much time, right? If you go for days that one degree off, well, all of a sudden you are way off track, way off track. But if you only go a day or maybe a half a day or maybe an hour, let's say it's one day in this case, since we're talking about the daily huddle, and all of a sudden you realize, oh, we are off track. Well, you have saved so much time by course correcting right then, as opposed to waiting another week. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. While managing a business that is growing rapidly, comes with some hurdles, right? And that's that's why everyone's not doing it. I hope you are experiencing these same things because it's a good thing. It's a growing experience, right? I hope it is. It should be. I hope that you are growing and learning and stretching yourself. And if you're not stretching and stepping outside your comfort zone, you're probably not growing a whole lot, right? You've heard me talk about that so many times or so many episodes. Well, you know, our business is growing quickly. And we are hiring people and we're, I mean, man, we've, we've hired like more than 40 people in the last couple months, especially as we have started our own management company. Most of that is over there, but we're also hiring within the LifeBridge Capital side as well. Well, things start changing as you start having more people, right? And one, I want to give a shout out to a friend of mine. He wrote a book that I have used a lot recently. His name is Don Winter, and it's called Building an Elite Organization. I want to give him credit for this, and because this is something that this is one of many things I'm going to start sharing with you that has helped us as a company. And I know you're going to cringe when you hear me say this, but guess what? It's another meeting. And it's uh, Don has, gave me the vision for the ability to have more meetings, but them to be very structured and for them to be, be very purposeful and to build culture, and to build more better communication, all those things that are needed in any organization, and them not be a waste of your time or a waste of your employees' time, right? Your coworkers, your employees, whoever that may be, whoever's under you that you're managing, or it, you do not want it to be a waste of time, right? I've been in the federal government. I've been you know, with different government agencies and meetings were a nightmare. We would spend days and days in meetings that could have taken probably two hours. It's just blew my mind how much time we wasted 
in meetings. And we do not want to do that in LifeBridge Capital. And so I've been pushing to figure out better ways to have more productive meetings and only the ones that are necessary. So remember, if it's something that could be done over email, then you shouldn't be having a meeting about it, right? Well, I'm going to share, I'm going to try to share numerous types of meetings that we are having that I've learned from Don and from other people that have been very helpful for us. And I'm going to share one this morning called the Daily Huddle. And it's called a daily huddle because you're supposed to do it every day, right? Every morning or at least five days a week, it's a huddle. You're coming together and you're meeting as a team. I'm going to share with you the cadence or the agenda of that meeting because it's very simple, but it's very productive, believe it or not. And a lot of people push back on this because you're like, every day, are you crazy? Well, yeah, that can seem a little crazy, And I'll share with you, we did not start doing it daily. We're still not doing it daily. As we began, we started doing it three days a week. And so we do it Monday morning, and then we do Wednesday and Thursday. And there's a good chance we'll start doing them more often. But, you know, as your team is smaller, especially starting off, I would encourage you to at least do it one to two days a week. And the more often, the better, because, and you're going to understand that better in a moment when I go through the agenda, of why... More often, the higher frequency is better, all right? But remember, this huddle is just what it says. You think about the huddle before the big game, right? Get everybody pumped up, right? That's what we're doing. We're all huddling together, and we are getting motivated about the day, okay? So, you know, in Don's book, it's page 182, in case you already have this book. Again, I highly recommend it. It's going to be very similar to EOS, Traction. Don's put a number of other things in here, though, that he has used in his business and I like as well. So he recommends doing it first thing in the morning. And remember, you can do this. If you have a large team, you can even do this by division. So let's say you had, you know, investor relations division. Let's say there's, you know, five, six people there. You have a a acquisitions department. Let's say there's three to six, eight people there, right? You may have five, six people on leadership, right? Well, all of them could be doing their own huddles, you know, or maybe you do a team huddle or for with everybody a couple days a week, but then the other days a week, it's, it's only by division, right? And so there's different ways to do that. And, you know, as we, and I'm going to share something else I just thought of, because I think it will be helpful. As we grew, I was having team member meetings individually with every team member, right? You know, I would, my business partner, Sam, he he would have one or two people under him and he would be having one-on-one meetings with them weekly. But then I would be having one-on-one meetings with everybody else, okay? But what happens is, is yes, I'm guiding everyone and like talking to everybody and we're talking about issues that they have or questions that they have. I'm trying to get through those as quickly as possible and quickly make those decisions so we can move forward. However, Guess what? Everybody else on the team, like they don't know what each other was. Di- they don't know what each other's doing, and so they they might even be working on something. They have a question about something, and there's somebody. Most likely, there's somebody else on the team that potentially even has that skill set that they're looking for, and they're they're trying to outsource it or they're trying to figure out how to get this thing done. It may take them two days to do this thing when there's somebody else on the team that could have done it in two hours. Okay, so. That's a big problem, right? People don't know what everybody else is doing. People don't know what each other's responsible for. And even worse, they may not even know what they're completely responsible for. And we'll talk about that another time because that is so important as well. So important. But initially, everybody's responsible for lots of things, right? Maybe you and a business partner. It may be just you in the beginning. So you're just kind of doing everything. 
Well, as you grow, well, that has to change, right? You're not doing everything. Your role is going to change. We'll talk about that in another episode as well as we talk about this business growth and, and what starts to happen because it's happened to us and, and, and it's a, a great thing. It is a great problem. I'm, I'm hesitant to even call it a problem. But okay, so this huddle, daily huddle, first thing in the morning if you can, right? It's difficult for us because we're scattered out everywhere, right? Me and one other team member is in the Eastern time zone. Everybody else is like a few in mountain, few in Pacific, yeah, a few in, in the central as well. So we're all over the country. And so that makes it difficult to do it early in the morning, right? We do it at 10 a.m. Eastern time. So that way, everybody else, you know, one that's on specific time, they're not always in Pacific. Sometimes they're in mountains, sometimes they're in central. So their time fluctuates between 7 and 8 a.m., uh, depending on where they're at during that time. But everybody else, it's like 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. Or, or 10 a.m., right? Uh, and so uh, if the earlier, the better. If everybody's in Eastern time or everybody's in the same time zone, and it would make this a lot easier. But either way, get it done, right? Try not to have, you know, more than 15 people per huddle. If you have a large organization, start doing them, you know, tightening it down, right, per division or a couple divisions, depending on how large they are, right? So do it Zoom. I encourage you, as we're all having so many Zoom meetings, the video needs to be on, like it's a it's a rule in our organization. Hey, the video needs to be on. You need to come prepared, and you need to be dressed prepared as well, right? You're not you're not there in your in your bathrobe. Your day is started. You know you are ready to go. All right. So, but the purpose of this meeting, there's many purposes, but it's going to be quick, right? Where everybody's going to share three things, and everybody's going to be done. Like the entire meeting is going to be done within 15, maybe 20 minutes in the beginning. But you're going to start tightening that down even more and more and more. You're going to figure out, hey, in the beginning, yes, it's, you know, people are learning, your team's learning the, the agenda and how to flow through this. But over some time, it's going to speed up and you're going to start seeing some benefits. And actually, your entire team is going to start seeing some benefits. So some are, some are going to push against it in the beginning. Another meeting? Are you kidding? We've all, we've all heard that, right? We've thought it ourselves, like I was talking about earlier. However, it's crucial. I found this meeting to be very beneficial. All right, so here's the three things that you're going to talk about. Everybody individually is going to talk about these three things. All right, so number one, you're going to share a success. What is this? Is a success from maybe the day before? Or if it's Monday morning, what was the success from the weekend? And you should even encourage your team members to share personal successes. That is fine. All right, it just encourages more better culture and caring about each other's families and, and what they're up to with their children. And it encourages you or helps you as the leader to know more about what they care about, right? And who they are, it allows you to follow up later during a, you know another one-on-one meeting. Hey, how did that go over the weekend? Tell me more about that. Or how's little Johnny's soccer game going or, or whatever, right? It shows you care about them. And I hope you actually do care about them as well, right? But you want to take note of those things that are important to your team, right? No doubt. They have to know you care about them. If you don't care, they're not going to care about you either, okay? And they're going to go somewhere else. So I hope you do actually care about your team. All right. So a success, what is something that happened? And, and you know, I'm all come, we'll come back to that a little more in just a moment. But then you're going to share, right after that, you're going to share about your focus for the day. Like, what's your focus? All right? And so then, guess what? Tomorrow, you could even follow up on what your focus was yesterday. That could even be your success for tomorrow or the next day, 
right? But it may be something different, which is fine, right? Uh, but man, it just gets your groove going, right? You, you get to tell everybody about a success that you had. And again, it could be something personal. It could be something that it doesn't have to be business, but it could be either one. All right, so then the next thing is that focus. What are you focused on today? What is the main thing that's going to make today a success if you get that done? What is that? Do you know? I hope that you know what it is. But remember, not even just the meeting, but it's made you and each of your team members to think about that, right? Which doesn't happen often enough. And something I've started doing again, I've done it in the past for years and got away from it. I don't know why, but it's journaling. And I'll, go, I'll do another show on that soon because I've changed the way I'm doing that as well. Again, if you would like to hear more things like this, I would love to hear from you. Email us info at LifeBridge Capital. Tell us what you would like to hear me talk about on the podcast or any ways that we're growing or, or organizing our business or operating. I'd love to share it with you. What are you struggling with right now? And, I'll, and let us know so I can help you with how we're doing it. I may not be an expert in it, but I will do my best. So focus, man, they're sharing their focus, right? It helps them to think ahead of the meeting. What is my focus for today, right? Most likely they've even written it down in preparing for the meeting. I hope they have, right? And it allows you as a leader to hear those things, right? You can hear what each team member is focused on, all right? We've all heard about the ship analogy, right? He's set off and he, you know, he's set off going down, you know, out in the ocean. Well, obviously you can't see very far. Well, you can see a long ways, but you can't see land, right? For a long time, if you're just going across the Atlantic or the Pacific or whatever, however, you have to be on track, right? You get off one degree, you know, or, you know and it's going to take days to get across the ocean. You think you're going to hit your target? You're not, okay? However, it's, and it's only one degree. It's a slight deviation from the target, right? But the faster you turn back on target, you have saved so much time, right? If you go for days that one degree off, well, all of a sudden you are way off track, way off track. But if you only go a day or maybe a half a day or maybe an hour, let's say it's one day in this case, since we're talking about the daily huddle, and all of a sudden you realize, oh, we are off track. Well, you have saved so much time by course correcting right then as opposed to waiting another week, right, or month, okay? So think about your team's focus. What is What are each one of them focused on that day? And it allows you to say, wait a minute, I didn't know, I didn't know John was focused on this. He, I thought he was focused on this. Or, or it allows you to make a mental note or hopefully you're writing it down. So you can follow up later with John and say, hey, John, I noticed you said you were focused on this thing, but I, I thought you, I, I really think that this is probably, should probably be your priority right now. Or is there, ask questions, right? Is there a reason you're focused on that versus this other thing that you and I discussed? Okay, think about that. There's so much value in that few seconds of, the, of each of your employees sharing about what they're focused on today. The next thing, they're going to share about it. You're going to share about it. the third thing. Final thing is what they're stuck on, right? So we said success, focus, stuck. What are you stuck on? Right Again, this allows you to share what you're stuck on. Well, maybe there's somebody else on the team member that can speak up and say, hey, I can help you with that, right? Or I know how to do that. I have that thing you're looking for. Oh, yes, I used to do that. I There's all kinds of things that comes up like that. 
that you wouldn't know otherwise that this individual stuck on. And immediately, hey, you can meet with them for five minutes after the meeting and say, hey, yeah, this is how I used to do that. Or, oh, I have that thing, right? And then all of a sudden, they're not stuck anymore. Think about the momentum that's being picked up there by helping that individual to move forward. Your team member is no longer stuck. They're focused on the next thing now, right? So think about that. Where are you stuck? Every once in a while, we'll share, hey, I don't feel stuck right now. Most likely, there probably is somewhere we're stuck, right, in some way. But, but I encourage you to, to push through and think about that. You know, where are you stuck? Okay, so just remember, and I'm reading this now out of the book. It's page 182. It's a fourth, yeah, third paragraph down after the, top, the headline, the daily huddle. I want to give Don credit for this. The purpose of the huddle is to quickly run through what is going on with each person, right? The simple format is that each person takes a turn reporting on their, he says two key numbers. So I'll go through that another time talking about key numbers. But ultimately, what are they responsible for? And do they even know? Are they hitting those key numbers, right? And they're going to talk about their successes, their, what they're focused on today, and what they might be stuck on. Okay, so so Don lays that out. And it's very simple, but it's very impactful, Okay, to you, your team, the direction that you're taking as a team. And what I found, you know, our team members, you know, as we desire to have a better culture, as we desire to have better communication, right? That is the goal here in a massive way is better communication. And this meeting has helped with that in a big way. People get to see each other, right? Since we're all virtual, I talked about that, we're all all over the country, it's rare that we get to see each other in person, right? My assistant, I've met in person twice, all right? And one time was just a couple months ago at a conference that she and a few other team members and I met together at, a, at the same conference, right? And the time before that was I just happened to be in the state that she lived in looking at a property like a week before we were hiring her. She'd already been through the hiring process. And I didn't even know I was going to be there when she was going through the hiring process. So you know, think about that. When you're all virtual, you're all so segmented that you need some FaceTime, right? You don't have that water cooler time because you're all in the same office walking by and you say, hey, you know, how are you doing? What happened to you over the weekend? Right? You don't, you don't get that too often. Before we started some of, the, some of these meetings that are very structured, we actually did a thing called a water cooler meeting. So like every, every other week, I think, we would get together as a team for like 30 minutes on Zoom and there would be no agenda, okay, on purpose, no agenda. You just show up, hey, what's happening with you? How was your weekend? What's going on? How is this going? Right? And start asking questions. I think that was helpful. It's helpful to not have a, a business agenda, right? Professional agenda where we're talking about the business because we had other meetings for that. But just a time where you could just kind of talk about whatever, right? There's no pressure. And so we're not doing that now because we've implemented a number of other meetings that are helping us as a team to communicate, get more FaceTime, build more relationships internally. That's so important, right? People get to know each other, get to know each other's families and children and what they're up to. And this is just another way to do that. But remember, we stick to that agenda. And even as a leader, I encourage you to, and I did this, you know, initially, you always start it. So you go first. You kind of set the pace, Right. Here's my success. Here's my focus. Here's what I'm stuck on. And it takes like 30 seconds, right? Or, you know, roughly, maybe a minute if you really have something that you need to dive into, or maybe a minute and a half, but hopefully you're 
squeezing that down as you're setting that example, right? And you may even share that. Remind your team when the meeting starts, hey, just remember, we're going through this quickly. Everybody should be done within 15 minutes. We're going to, you know, success focus stuck. And you're going to be tempted, remember, as a leader and other team team members are going to be tempted too, to kind of rush in and try to solve problems right now. All right. And that is not the focus. That is not the intention of this meeting. There are other times to do that. It is not time to solve problems and to have a massive discussion about an issue or somewhere where somebody's stuck or focused. You could, as a leader, and I do this sometimes, as somebody says, oh, well, I'm stuck on this thing. And I'll say, hey, okay, John, you and I, let's follow up right after this meeting for, for five minutes. Okay. Or, hey, make sure we talk about that today when we, you and I meet one on one. All right, or hey, us three should meet about this thing after the meeting, or tomorrow when we talk, let's talk about that, right? Or like there could be something quick like that as the leader, right? So you don't forget, hopefully you have an assistant that's on there as well, and maybe they're even taking some notes. That's something you can do. We do that during other meetings, more so than the huddle. You know, I may have a scribe, right? I may be leading the meeting, but but I have my assistant, you know, really scribing and taking notes and to-dos, things that people need, I need to follow up with other people on or have meetings about. But just remember that this huddle is just about connecting, right? And seeing what everybody's focused on, letting everybody talk about his success and get motivated about the day, but then also sharing what they're stuck on so they can get some help, right? Or you can help them as a leader. I hope that you are experiencing a lot of growth. I know I am personally, but I'm just pushing towards that constantly. I'm reading and seeing what other businesses are doing, other businesses that have experienced a large amount of growth quickly, uh, like we are, you know, what did they do? And even some of the best, maybe they didn't grow as fast, but right now they're very large and they've had to instill ways to operate that you know keep them keep the ball moving forward, right? For all the divisions, all the departments, and how do they do that? And so I'm trying to figure all that out. And so as you grow, you figure out, hey, your role as the leader, founder, CEO, president, whatever you call yourself, hey, that changes, right? You know, initially you were doing all those things and probably not very well, okay? There may be one or two things that you're really good at. And then the rest of you just kind of had to kind of muddle through. Well, guess what? As you grow, you're finding people that are experts in those other things, right? And even in the things that you're good at, you're building that team, right? And you may still be in charge of that team, but most likely the other things, hopefully you have hired people that are a lot better at those things than you ever ever was and ever would be, right? I have, but we have done that now. Sam and I have hired numerous people who are better at things than we ever were in numerous parts of the business, right? And so then my role is changing, right? It's, it's changing into you know managing people, right? Hiring the right people, and really thinking about, hey, where's LifeBridge going? What's our vision for a year from now or three years from now? How are we going to get there, right? That is a big part of my job now in culture, right? Building culture, caring about our people, and ensuring that, that that's happening, right? And that we actually do care about them because we do. We do really care about our people. So I don't want to keep hammering this, but man, it's so important. Again, as you're growing, and, and I hope even as a passive investor, that you know, you know about the people that you're investing with, that they are doing these things, that they care about their people, that they have figured out ways to communicate well and operate well. That you know, and they may not have it all figured out just yet. None of us really do, right? All of it. However, you know, I hope they're striving, right? Do, you know, are they encouraging education for themselves and other people on their team? And are they growing? How do they communicate? It'd be a good question as a passive investor before you invest with somebody. Hey, what's your team communication look like? Right? How does that work, even with your management company or whatever, your different departments? Uh, so 
All right. I hope that you have a blessed day again. I would love to hear from you. If there's other parts of this you would like me to talk about, please email us, info at lifebridgecapital.com. We would love to hear from you. I would love to share more things with you that I am learning. would love to know what those specific things are for you uh, so I can nail down on just that. Have a blessed day. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for being with us again today. I hope that you have learned a lot from the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe. I hope you're telling your friends about the Real Estate Syndication Show and how they can also build wealth in real estate. You can also go to lifebridgecapital.com and start investing today. 